This episode of the podcast is being brought to you by Waterstone Mortgage and the Bowen team. If you're thinking about buying a new home, you have to talk to an expert. And by that, I mean one person, Michael Bowen. You can call that guy at 505-259-8326. Michael Bowen and the Bowen team at Waterstone Mortgage, consummate professionals, my friend, absolute consummate professionals. This guy's been in the business for over 30 years. He's actually personally helped me with one of my personal houses, and I don't have any issue referring this guy out to my real estate clients. This guy has products for days. They have doctor programs, first-time homebuyers programs. If you need a loan for a house, Michael Bowen is the person you have to call because I say this all the time. One of the most important things that you can do is get a good loan officer, all right? Hire the right mortgage person, and Michael Bowen is that guy. 505-259-8326. Make sure you tell him Buck sent you. NMLS number 214602. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Pure Life New Mexico. Are you wondering what Pure Life New Mexico is? Well, let me tell you, my friends. It is a medical cannabis store. That's right, medical cannabis. This is the fastest growing medical cannabis company in the state of New Mexico. These guys are known for super high quality medicines, exceptional staff, friendly service, knowledgeable people. If you go in there and you're a new card holder and you're trying to figure out what you need to do, you can go in and get a consultation from these guys. They have a huge selection of strains. I mean, tons and tons of strains. I think they probably have the most strains out of any cannabis company in the state of New Mexico. They have edibles, they have gummies, the the Bloom vape pens. You've heard all this stuff about the bad vape pens out there. Well, these ones are scientifically tested to be safe. And all of their medicine is actually grown in a state-of-the-art facility. They spent like a couple million bucks building this facility just to be able to grow the highest quality medicine possible. If you want more information on them, you can go online, purelifenm.com. That's purelifenm.com. And when you go to the store, make sure you tell them you heard this on the Buck Index podcast and get the Buck Index special, purelifenm.com. And finally, this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Unleashed Sports Nutrition. They're on the corner of Southern and Unser in Rio Rancho. These guys have been integral in the success that I've been having, me, Buck, personally, as far as losing weight and gaining muscle. So I went over and I met with Corey over at Unleashed Sports Nutrition, kind of told him what my goals were, what I was doing. I just started out, and he dialed me into a nutrition program that really, really helped me out. Go over and visit Corey and talk to him about the nutrition plans that they have on special. These things are going to get you completely dialed in to achieve the results that you want to get. You got to trust me on this. I've been taking the Intech protein powder, best protein powder hands down that I've ever tried. It doesn't make you bloated. It doesn't make you gassy. It's good, clean stuff. They also have the body effects uh, BCAs like the the pre-workout stuff and then also Intech makes this post-workout stuff that I've been taking it kind of helps with the soreness and then it will also feed your muscles the things that they need post-workout go over and see my man Corey Unleash Sports Nutrition it's the corner of Southern and Unser and Rio Rancho make sure and tell them Buck and Dex sent you so you can get the Buck and Dex podcast deal now let's get to the podcast Hello, everybody. Welcome to... What are you doing? What? What? 
Welcome to the podcast. Oh my gosh. We have we have sound effects now and Dex feels more at home. I'm just going to let you freestyle for a second before I introduce us. Go ahead. Please at least make it try to sound somewhat palatable for people. It's called a freestyle right here. Here we go. Boom. Are you ready? Buddy, hon! Welcome to the podcast, everybody. That's our intro. That's not our intro. <laughs> you know, you know, hey, that was, that was, you know what? That was the first time I ever done it. All right. You know, our friend Marsh, Marsh Hamburger, he has a company called Audio Excellence. He has a new studio that he just built for his home, and he is super, super excited to help us and make some intro music. You didn't sign a contract or anything with him, did you? No. Okay, good. Because what, what if it sucks? Oh, it's not. Dude, Marsh is amazing. I love Marsh. He's one of my good friends, but come on. I don't know if he's really one of your I, good friends. Eh, he's one of my... That's, you know, yeah, I've known him for a lot of years. That's kind of a loose... All right, you're fine. You know what, Marsh? You're a good friend. Buck says, we're not good friends. I don't think you're good friends with Marsh. Anyway. What's his wife's name? Uh, Marcy. <laughs> Give me the first letter. A good friend would know his beautiful wife. Uh, you know, wife I don't name. ever hang out with his wife, so it's just usually Marsh, you know? When I went on my honeymoon, Marsh and his wife actually met us down in Mexico. Oh, wow. Yeah, and hung out with us down there. It was fun. Um. Anyways, all right. Yeah, so if the intro, it, listen. I don't want to sign off on anything and say, hey, Marsh is going to give us the intro, but what if it sucks? Are you in charge of this? I, I, we both are, all right? We both have to sign off on it, all right? Hey, so if this is the first time you're listening to our podcast, we are Buck and Dex. My name is Buck. My, I'm Dex. See, you know, I have this, you don't do it right, you know? I did it right. No, you don't. It's fine. And uh, we stop doing the sound of it. You have to be sparing with those. Just seeing if it still works. We had a radio program for about a billion years, and we finally decided to get with the times and launch our very own podcast. So a couple of things I wanted to talk about, we have officially made the front page, not of iTunes yet, we're still working for iTunes, but uh, they have like hot and new on iTunes, yeah. and I really want to get on the front page of hot and new on iTunes. We're five-star rated on iTunes. We have like 115... Uh, five-star reviews on iTunes. Wow, we have that many? Yeah, which is amazing. Holy cow. But uh, our hosting site is called Podbean, and we're on the front page of the top comedy podcast. That's huge. Yeah, it's big. I, I was looking at some of the podcasts that are on there, and I didn't recognize any of them, but it's still cool. Yeah, it's cool. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, there are a couple on there, like the Misfits are on there. Those oh, guys cool. are yeah. a huge podcast from Australia. I'd love to actually talk to those guys one day. And uh, they're just all about smoking weed and playing video games. That's kind of their deal, mm. which is, that was me 20 years ago. Yeah. So this is what we need you to do, Buck and Dex Army. We need you to go, whether wherever you are listening to this podcast, if you can go and write a review, please do it. Not a shitty review either. We're talking about a good five-star review. Oh, great. Now they're going to do shitty reviews. No, they won't. All they're, right. They're going to be cool. You can like say that. whatever you want. If you don't like our podcast, you know, say yeah, what you want. we don't care. We Honestly. really don't. But uh, no, it really helps us uh, out a lot. It helps this podcast grow and it gets us featured and more people are going to find us. If you guys go and just do, you know, the quick minute, just writing a review, giving us five stars, three stars, whatever. So make it happen. iTunes, iHeartRadio, all the other platforms we're on. Yeah. So last week we had a friend on Steve-O 
and he came on and basically bashed all mega churches. <laughs> and uh, is that what happened? Did he bash all megachurches? Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. He, I think that's a pretty fair assessment. He bashed all megachurches in general. And I want to just say, just to clear things up, um, I feel like I was the one kind of defending people. And um, I don't think all megachurches are bad. I think that Steve-O kind of had a uh, an experience at a place that he worked, which happened to be a megachurch. And, and you're not lumping me in with Steve-O. I'm I'm noticing that I'm not included in the bashing of the mega churches, which is weird to me because I felt like I was. You were. Kind was of, I not doing that? You were joining in a little bit as well. Okay, <clears throat> not as much as Steve though. Yeah, you know, you weren't. Uh, you seemed not as affected as he was. Well, he had been at a mega church for eighteen years. Yeah, and you know. I don't know if I want to get into it without him being here, but I mean, part of me is thinking it's like, he didn't have to stay there. He didn't have no. to stay and collect a check. He no. could have left at any time. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. But he wanted to be in radio. Right. And so he stayed there. Yeah. Um, and I, I want to say, first off, ever since that episode um, aired, we we uploaded it. I was a little nervous because I remember talking to Buck and Buck was telling me he was nervous about uploading. He, I wasn't really nervous. Uh, you, you were like, you didn't want to. <clears throat> I was just sad. Yeah. You know, because the place that he's in right now, it seems like he's just in a bad place. And it's just, I was just sad for him. Yeah, but. Not quite as sad for you, but more so for him because he seemed like he was quite a bit ways further down the road is in as far as what's going on with him than you are. Yeah. And on that note, I feel like so many people related to and loved the conversation we had because it was so relatable. Yeah. I think there's so many people. And as we see, we've, we've gotten so many messages and comments since that episode aired, uh, people feel in the same way, which is sad, right? Yeah. How many people out there have been burned by the church? Yeah. A lot. Yeah. And I think the thing, like, really the thing that I was really trying to drive home in the last episode was the fact that we're all people. We're all just individual people, and we're all screwed up. I don't care if you're at the top of a church. I don't care if you're the dude who mops up pee in the bathroom at the church, or you're just a person who goes. We're all screwed up people, and we're going to do screwed up stuff, and that's it. And if you have... I mean, obviously, you want to be able to hold people to a higher standard, but that's not really our job, you know? I mean, we just have to have expectations that people are going to screw things up, right? Yeah, absolutely. Is that fair? And I, and I think a lot of uh, that is probably one of the major issues when it comes to people not wanting to go back to church is because they've had a bad experience from somebody. Now, in my situation... um. It what it has really nothing to do with the people. It has everything to do with I'm not a fan of how church is done. I've had a few people that have hit me up that are in the same boat where they just can't get into church. They can't get into the worship music. They can't get into. They don't feel closer to God when they're at church. They feel further away from God, which that's not that that's not what it should be like when you go to a church, right? Yeah. And that's but, the experience I have. But but not every church is like that either. You know, and that's the other thing that I was I I was actually getting a little irritated, I'm sure you could tell, because he basically said like every place was identical to that. And that is one hundred and ten percent not the case. Not every church 
operates exactly that way. Yeah. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. All the churches I've been to throughout my life, I haven't had that great of an experience. Yeah. But I'm coming from a place of, I don't like worship music. I think it's cheesy. Most Christian music sucks. Like, I don't enjoy most Christian music. Yeah. There's some stuff I really like. I um, really, really like. But some most a majority of it is just kind of, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather listen to punk rock music. Metallica. Right. No effects, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and I feel like I connect more with with just regular music that I'm into because it it seems more real. It seems more honest. Because a lot of times with Christian music, I just it just feels so cheesy. It feels so like you have to say Jesus so many times in a in a song. You have to I don't know. It's just there's this formula, especially working at there a probably church. Is, there probably is a formula for writing a good Christian song. And that sucks. <clears throat> I, I hate that. Do you remember the episode of South Park where Cartman decided Cartman decided that he was going to go platinum by recording? He was going to become a Christian artist, and he figured out the formula to write a hit Christian song. Yeah, and he wrote a hit Christian song. And when it came time for him to win his award, he was surprised to find out that the Christian organization did not present gold and platinum records, but they presented frankincense and myrrh records. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love about South Park. And he Park. went frankincense. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it, it's almost so perfect. They nail it almost every time yeah. when it comes to stuff like that. I don't know how we're going to like segue from talking about this to... Uh, vagina smells after this. <laughs> Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candles. Yeah, we'll talk about that coming up. Um, but no, I think, uh, you know, just quickly talking about this because we have had so many people hit us up, so many messages. And I was worried. I was really nervous about how people were going to take that that episode. Um, but then once it, it got uploaded and people started listening, holy cow, hundreds of messages from people that more, I don't think I've gotten one negative. I don't think I've gotten one negative message. I did. You did? Yep. From who? Oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. Of course, and it was me. It's <laughs> yeah. like... Yeah, the, you're the one defending the, the church. The person who didn't even work at the freaking church, I'm the one that got oh my God. shit on by somebody else. <laughs> How does that even happen? Yeah, by a pastor, okay? Who will rename nameless. Yeah, but how shitty is that? A pastor. <laughs> Golly, man. Oh, I didn't even God. do anything. You didn't do anything. You defended. You defended the church. And you didn't even want to upload it. You didn't want the episode to air. Yeah. But I'm glad it did because I feel like so many people can relate to it. So many people had a voice and and it the, the conversation started. You know, I've had some great conversations so far. And, and I've been working through a lot of my stuff, you know, being... Um, you know, somewhat burned by the church. I mean, I can't say that's exactly why I don't want to go back to church. I, I feel like, um, no matter where I go, you're just going to have, that's just going to happen because people yeah. suck. Yeah. No matter what, you can't find a perfect church. You can't find perfect people. So I'm just having a hard time finding somewhere I feel where I can connect and, and draw closer to God. Yeah. Well, I think the good thing that's going to come out of this is I know that you and I, uh, we have a couple of meetings set up after this like we have we won't talk about the people who we're gonna go meet but uh you myself and steve-o are actually going to meet with somebody from his old job yeah uh next week and i kind of feel like 
maybe I want to talk about that right now and of course not say names or anything, yeah. but um, this might be a perfect time to talk about this because ever since we had a conversation a few days ago, um, you kind of were the mediator that was setting up this, this, uh, this meeting. I don't even know how I got roped into this, to be honest with you. Uh, who knows? But you are the man that kind of set it up and, and got us three together to uh, sit down and have a conversation. But I started t- thinking about it and I'm going, what, okay, what's the point for me? Okay. Steve-O, I know he has, he's separate and he has his feelings and he might want to work things out. I just don't know why I need to, unless that person that we're going to sit down to wants to talk with me, which I don't think they do. He said he did. He does? Yeah. And he wants to try to restore your relationship, your friendship. Okay. Then that change. God dang it, dude. <laughs> that changes things. Okay. Because if, if it was, if he thought that I wanted to somewhat work. No, no, no. Out, this was 100% his idea. Okay. All right, then yes, then I want to meet because I, I just was thinking about it. I'm like, what's the point? Uh, I'm probably just going to leave there being more frustrated. You know what, man? I think it's one of those things. I think it's a pretty stand-up thing to do with this guy because, you know, the dude who was pissed at me, <clears throat> who uh, gave me a hard time, I offered him the opportunity to come in and do the show with us. And then uh, he said no. And then I offered, when I was talking to the other guy, the guy who's meeting with you guys, I offered him the same thing, and he said, you know, I don't think I probably will at this point. I don't know if it would be helpful. He said he thought it would probably just throw more fuel on the fire, but what he did think would be helpful was, hey, let's see if we can fix this friendship Yeah, and sit down and talk about this like men and hash it out. And that's, you know, that's pretty commendable because that's what is missing I believe in society these days, you know, with social media and technology, it's really easy for people just to say stuff and kind of crap all over people and just let feelings hang out there and not really deal with things like as men should. And this dude's saying, yeah, let's sit down across the table from each other. Let's share a meal. Let's look each other in the eye and let's figure it out. Yeah. And I respect that. I, I, totally I respect, respect the shit out of that, man. Yeah. So I reached out to a good friend of mine, and I, I'm sure he'll have no problems uh, me mentioning his name, Dave Myers. Yeah. He firefighter Dave. Um, but I, I threw out the question, because this is what, this is the, these are the questions I'm struggling with. Gosh darn it, this mic stand is killing me. Um, you know what it is, is see, see how my arms are really long like this, and I don't have any issue? You have those little T-Rex arms, and they're just always hitting it like, what, what are you doing? What? I didn't do anything. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, um, don't let me, sound effect silence me. I want to see. I want to get your opinion on this because this is the text message that I sent to my friend Dave Myers. Okay, um, what do you do when you hate church? Not because of the people, but because the way church is done to worship and learn about God, and it makes you feel further away than actually closer to God. I hate worship music; pushes me further away, and I hate how churches spend their money and get guilt people into giving. Okay. This was Dave Meyer's response. I want to see what you think about this. You ready? Yeah, go ahead. I'm listening. Dave said, understand that church, as we know, it is a business. It's all formulaic. It's performance based. It's designed to entertain, to kind of make us feel good. On the contrary, church isn't a building. We are the church. Church is when we go get coffee and get all of uh, our stuff off our chest. It's where we can be open and honest. It's where we hold each other accountable. 
It's where we can feel safe, yet challenged. It's anytime people want to follow the way of the cross. It's anytime people want to follow the Sermon on the Mount or the fruits of the Spirit. Church in America is backwards. It's more about behavior modification rather than being self-sacrificial, co-suffering, and radically forgiving. That's church. Yeah. Thoughts? I think he nailed it on the head. I think he hit it on the head. Hit the nail on the head, for sure. Yeah, it made sense. And then he went on to say, uh, church these days is 100% fear-based. Not necessarily. I don't, I don't agree with that 100%. Not all churches? No. Okay. Um, but this, this really hit home with me because, and I think anybody that is a part of a church and they're preaching fear tactics to get you to give... Um, to uh, come forward and have a relationship with Christ. If there's fear in that, yeah, that's not from God. He he went on to say that God is love, perfect love, perfect love casts all out all fear. There is no fear in love. So if anybody teaches you something that has to do with fear, disregard it, dismiss it. It's not from God. So I don't know that that hit home to me because you know growing up in a uh, a Pentecostal church, you know fire and brimstone was yeah tossed around a lot at church. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, uh, you, yeah, same way. You know, it's like, I, I of course want to go to heaven and not, I don't want to burn in hell for all of eternity. Of course I'll have a relationship with Christ, you know? So it's, I don't know. Those are the things that I'm working through right now. It's, it's, um, I I know God's got a, an awesome plan and I'm not, uh, I'm not going to try to figure it all out right now, but I'm just going to kind of keep walking down the path and, let God open up uh, opportunities, but I think we got to seek it out too. You know, we have to, we have to be willing to do it. Go ahead. Hit it. It's not working. Oh my gosh. Did it? Your party horn's broken. Party horn broke. There you go. A little freestyle for you guys. All right. Let's talk about Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina candle. Ooh, that, did you hear that one? Okay, you need less is more, dude. Whoa! Did you hear that one? Less is more, my friend. Oh my gosh. Go ahead. Are you done? Can I play the trailer to this new Netflix uh, series with Gwyneth Paltrow? Yes, please. All right, the, the show's called Goob Lab. So, Goop. Goop Lab, excuse me. Gwyneth Paltrow has a company called Goop, and it's actually been under fire for, just to give you a little background, it's been under fire for making accusations and claims that aren't scientifically proven. Like they say, if you use this, it will do this and this and this to your body, right? So she's got this company called Goop. Everybody's shitting on her company because of all of these claims. So go ahead and play your trailer. So what happens in a workshop? Hold on a second. Let me turn this up for you guys. Hold on one second. Let me just turn this up. All right, here we go. Today, Junior. So what happens in a workshop? Everyone gets off. <sighs> what the fuck are you doing to you, girl? <laughs> what we try to do with you is explore ideas that may seem out there or too scary. Are you guys ready to go out in the field and make a ruckus? Just another day at the office. <laughs> Energy healing. I had an exorcism. Oh, wow. I went through years of therapy in about five hours. I started therapy. to feel... You know what? I want to try some of this stuff. 
You want to try the vaginal eggs? I want to try. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> the vaginal eggs? The vaginal jade eggs? They, well, you know, I saw the cold therapy and I saw the psychedelics and I'm going, okay, all right. Um, as far as the other stuff, I'm not quite sure yet, but I'm going to watch the series and uh, see what this uh, witchcraft is all about because that's what it looks like to me. Yeah, so here's the deal. Gwyneth Paltrow came out recently and she's got some more vagina advice for everybody. Not that we're experts in vagina. I mean, I appreciate the vagina and I love my wife's vagina, but <laughs> love you, baby. <laughs> but uh, nice. recently she came out and she did a limited, a limited run on candles that allegedly smell like her vag. Just her vag? Yes. Okay. Her... <laughs> I was going to use a term, but I just decided not to instantly. So. You know what? You're maturing. I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, you're thinking before you're talking. You never used to be like that. You know what? I'm going to do this for you. Give it up! So Gwyneth Paltrow has created a candle, apparently, that has a scent like her hastily folded suitcase, oh her hastily gosh. packed suitcase. Okay. I got to give credit to Nikki Glazer for that. That's what she says about her veg. It looks like a hastily yeah. packed suitcase. Anyway, um, she came out and did a lim- limited number of these candles and has sold out instantly. Yeah. Instantly sold out her vagina candles. And I'm kind of wondering, like, who is the freak that decides that they want a candle that smells like Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina? And my question is, what does a vagina smell like anyway? Do you think that a lot of people that bought these candles did it for a kind of a gag gift? I don't know. I don't think it's shaped like a vagina. It's not a. It's not shaped like a vagina. It's just a regular candle, and it says, "This my vagina smells like this." Because let's say, let's say, uh, um, your wife knew that you loved Gwyneth Paltrow, and she found out about this candle. And as she a gag absolutely gift, would not buy it. For I'm just me. saying like as a gag gift, you know, there's some couples out there that would think it would be funny. Yes. They would buy you this Gwyneth Paltrow vagina candle because you love Gwyneth Paltrow. Right. It'd be a funny gag gift. Now there's probably a pretty high percentage of people too, that are just really, really scary and creepy. Yeah. Weird people. And out there. predatory, like just the type of monster that you don't ever want near you in your life. That's probably who's buying these candles. Who's your favorite female actress? Like, if you could have the one person on your list you could go on a date with, who would it be? Go on. And, I thought you were going to ask what kind of vagina candle would I want. Well, that's really where this question is going. <laughs> so if I say who I'd want to go on a date with, then automatically probably I'd want a candle that's well, like yeah, a vagina. because yeah, because ultimately, you know, you want to. Um, you know, this is tough. This is really tough, Jessica Biel. <laughs> this is really oh, that was Jessica Beale. So, if you could buy a Jessica Beale vagina candle, would you buy it? No. Why not? Because I don't want to. That's weird. That not that I don't want that. I don't want to smell vagina. In fact, I don't think if if I so hold if on I had a partner. I don't know if I would want to have a candle that smelled like their vagina. I'm just saying. I don't. I don't know if I'd want that. So it just that, depends. That goes back to our question. What does a vagina smell like? Oh my gosh. Because I remember when I was younger and first experimenting with girls that not all of the time, not all the time, the vagina was something you wanted to smell. 
This is really uncomfortable to talk about right now. It is. And I just showed Dex a picture of uh, Gwyneth Paltrow's vagina eggs, because apparently she has jade eggs for your yoni. So apparently a yoni is a slang term for a vag. So what is a, what does the vagina egg do? What are you supposed to do? Um, she sells vagina eggs. And those are different than the candles. Yes. Those actually go inside the vagina to, I don't know, heal it, make it smell better. I, I don't know. Okay. We need a woman to talk to us about this. We need a woman. Um, I've been reading the uh, comments on, uh, on YouTube for this Netflix series that we just played a little bit for you. The, the goop lab people are pretty upset with Netflix. Because uh, they feel like Netflix is because when Paltrow is full of shit. Yeah, they're they're promoting this. Uh, yeah, basically snake oil is what she's. That's a good she's, term she's, right she's, there. She's conning snake pe- oil salesman. She's taking her celebrity and she's becoming a snake oil salesman. But you know what? What if she really does believe in this kind of stuff? I don't. She care seems if she like believes in it. It doesn't. There's no scientific evidence or fact that what she's claiming is true. Man, you can, can believe in everything all you want. I can believe that that TV over right, right in front of us is a transformer and it's going to turn into a giant machine. It's not going to. Yeah, but okay, then let's go back to church. Um, I've never met God. I've never seen God, but they're promoting God. Okay, we're talking about vagina candles and vagina eggs. Hey, I'm making a good point. <laughs> You're right. The point you just made is exactly what I'm saying. Churches promote God all the time. Yet they promote I've faith. Ne- I've never met God. Okay. In that physical way. All right. Now, counterpoint to your point, what she's claiming, there are studies that could prove or disprove what she's talking about. Okay. Is it one of those things that if if you believe in it so much that maybe it comes true? It's like it's the a, placebo effect. Yeah, the placebo effect. I don't know. Hmm. I doubt it. Okay. You know what? I'm going to try these vagina eggs and then I'll get back to you guys. Are you going to put it in your butt? I mean, that's the closest thing you have to a vagina. I mean, I guess I'm going to have to. You know what I'm saying? I got to figure out what they're for. Will you please do it and then come back and report to us about it? Yeah. I'll see if I can get an endorsement deal. (laughs) If they paid me enough. Vagina eggs for your butt. (laughs) Those are called Benoit beads, I think. This is the weirdest conversation we've ever had. Yeah. Should we start over? (laughs) No, I don't think we should. This is this is great. All right. Hey, so uh, let's not talk about vagina candles anymore. Um, you can't buy the vagina candle anymore, by the way. It's sold out. Okay. So she's, Can you buy the vagina eggs? Yeah, you can still buy the vagina eggs. Okay, I'm going to Google that. Yeah. Can you buy them on Amazon? <laughs> Probably. You can buy anything on Amazon. You can buy a casket. You can buy a house. You can buy anything on Amazon. Jeff Bezos is a genius. All right. The mystery behind the ancient vaginal jade eggs. Is that... The same thing? Yes. What does it say? Okay. We're going to just... Ooh, those are kind of pretty. I like those. Um, Let's see here. Uh, it's all about sexual health. Okay. Um, whoa. This is a $3.7 trillion industry? No. There's no way. $3.7 trillion? Sexual health. Oh, sexual health. Yeah. Okay. Sexual wellness... Um, Viagra gets lumped into that and that's probably 75% of that budget right there. Yeah. I'm sure. Uh, a sexual health device, which has recently come into question has been the Jade egg, 
offered on the Goop website for 66 bucks. Uh, but don't try to buy one. There's no longer information on the product. Uh, okay. It says I can't buy them for 66 bucks. They're sold out. That's be- I wonder if you can buy one used. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my God. Get on eBay and check eBay real quick. See if you can find a vagina, jade vagina egg gently used on Craigslist or eBay. All right. The site initially recommended that women insert the egg into their vaginas for several hours or even overnight to get better connected to the power within the egg was supposed to increase vaginal such bullshit, increase vaginal muscle tone, hormonal balance and vaginal or excuse me, and, and feminine energy in general. The eggs were also claimed to have been used as an incredible secret practice by ancient Chinese concubines. Hmm. I wonder if they sell toilet paper, too, because that sounds like an ancient Chinese secret. <laughs> oh, no, wait. That wasn't toilet paper. That was like some kind of cleaning product from from the 70s. Um, let's see. Late summer of 2018, 10 prosecutors in California settled a suit against the Goop Company for 145 grand, stating that the company offered claims for the vaginal jade egg, supporting hormonal balance, there you menstrual... Go regulation and bladder control none of which had any scientific backing there you go the company then offered refunds to egg purchasers even though the site initially stated that the eggs were not returnable the site would still offer the eggs uh but uh i mean think about how brilliant that is to get gwyneth paltrow to endorse you i mean that's the whole reason why these things took off um so there you go in an eggshell they don't work yeah, it's bullshit. It's total bullshit. But I'm going to watch this uh, this Netflix series. Okay, you, right? you do that. I will not watch that. Hey, real quick, we need to take a break. And we, Wait, we're taking breaks? This is a podcast. Well, we have to. Why? We have to take a quick break. I don't know what because that Because we have sponsors. Oh. Oh, yeah. Can take a freestyle on out of here. Give it up. Can you at least try to make that sound coherent? Uh, uh, we'll be right back. This episode of the podcast is being brought to you by Waterstone Mortgage and the Bowen team. If you're thinking about buying a new home, you have to talk to an expert. And by that, I mean one person, Michael Bowen. You can call that guy at 505-259-8326. Michael Bowen and the Bowen team at Waterstone Mortgage, consummate professionals, my friend, absolute consummate professionals. This guy's been in the business for over 30 years. He's actually personally helped me with one of my personal houses, and I don't have any issue referring this guy out to my real estate clients. This guy has products for days. They have doctor programs, first-time homebuyers programs. If you need a loan for a house, Michael Bowen is the person you have to call because I say this all the time. One of the most important things that you can do is get a good loan officer, all right? Hire the right mortgage person, and Michael Bowen is that guy. 505-259-8326. Make sure you tell him Buck sent you. NMLS number 214602. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Pure Life New Mexico. Are you wondering what Pure Life New Mexico is? Well, let me tell you, my friends. It is a medical cannabis store. That's right, medical cannabis. This is the fastest growing medical cannabis company in the state of New Mexico. These guys are known for super high quality medicines, exceptional staff, friendly service, knowledgeable people. 
If you go in there and you're a new card holder and you're trying to figure out what you need to do, you can go in and get a consultation from these guys. They have a huge selection of strains. I mean, tons and tons of strains. I think they probably have the most strains out of any cannabis company in the state of New Mexico. They have edibles, they have gummies, the the Bloom vape pens. You've heard all this stuff about the bad vape pens out there. Well, these ones are scientifically tested to be safe. And all of their medicine is actually grown in a state-of-the-art facility. They spent like a couple million bucks building this facility just to be able to grow the highest quality medicine possible. If you want more information on them, you can go online, purelifenm.com. That's purelifenm.com. And when you go to the store, make sure you tell them you heard this on the Buck Index podcast and get the Buck Index special. Purelifenm.com. You're on the air. Expect entry interface in 45 seconds. There's too much interference. Hey, look at me. I'm popular. I would like to come back, not with Rejoin Buck. How about if I just hit this? Give it up! Okay, that's good. Welcome back. Hey, uh, if you haven't heard yet, which I'm sure you probably have, Neil Pert, wizard drummer extraordinaire from Rush, has died this past weekend at the age of 67. He had brain cancer, and I guess he had been battling brain cancer for a really long time, and part of the holy Canadian trio has moved on to Valhalla. Oh, well. Yeah, they did. He's with the trees now. He's with the trees. That dude's a great drummer. Did you ever see Rush? No. I never never saw Rush. I would, I, I was, I would have loved to have seen Rush. I'm more Fairweather fan than anything. Yeah. Nothing. They didn't really totally blow my skirt up or anything like that. Yeah, I honestly could probably... Hmm. Watch what you say. Probably only know a few Rush songs. I know a bunch of Rush songs, you but... Know? Um, but yeah, I was never a huge fan. But then, no, I mean... That's 67. That's still pretty young. Yep. I mean, we're creeping up on 67. That's how old my dad was when he died. No kidding. Yep. 67. Gosh, man. Yep. That's old. Right around the corner. That's old my pops was. Oh. You're knocking on heaven's door, baby. Or oh. maybe. Good thing I look like I'm 27. <laughs> thank you, Corey. Yes, thank you, Corey. From, From Unleashed. Sports Nutrition. Uh... Big fight coming up this weekend. So we have a few things to talk about. <clears throat> oh, yeah. We need to talk about how did the Jacksons fights go? This... I don't know. I wasn't at the Jackson fight. Oh, wait, fight. wait. You weren't at the Jackson's fights? No, I wasn't. Why not? I was at the Southwest MMA series. Oh, they changed the name. My bad. A long time ago. I thought I thought Ricky fired you. I thought you. you were friends with Ricky. Yeah, I thought Ricky fired you. Yeah, no. Southwest MMA series went down this weekend, and I was up there, and I was announcing the fights. They were good fights. There were only uh, eight fights on the card. We had two jujitsu super matches, which were awesome. One of the guys was actually a one-legged man. Really? Yeah. Did he win? He was busier than a one-legged man in an ass-kicking contest, <laughs> yeah? I'll tell you that much. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, he did not win. Well. He did not win. How do you feel if you're the other guy fighting a guy with one leg? I don't know. I was. I didn't interview anybody afterwards, so I didn't. Because you're kind of a you're kind of a loser if you win, and you're a loser if it's a lose lose. Maybe yeah, it's a lose lose. Because if you lose, you you got kicked. You got your ass kicked by somebody with one leg. Yeah. But then if you win, you you kicked a guy with one leg. And yeah, that doesn't seem right. There's a guy that fights in the UFC, or not in the UFC. He's an MMA fighter. He was on the Dana White Contender Series. His name's Nick Newell. And Nick Newell has basically one arm. You know, his other arm is pretty... Can you fling it around like it's kind of dead weight? <laughs> wow, guy. 
I'm just picturing that. It's like when you when your arm falls asleep and you can't move it, but you can kind of like you can twist your hips. I wish and we had a fly camera. Around. I wish we had a camera right now so you, you could can do see the what windmill. Dex is doing. <laughs> you can do the windmill. You can slap people. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Uh it's not like that. It's actually it can move around, but it was just like a partial arm and and uh he actually had a little bit of success fighting in MMA. He got to the contender series and lost. And I think now he might possibly be signed with Bellator. Wow. He's a tough dude, hmm. you know? Isn't there uh I've seen a couple matches and I don't know what organization they're with, but uh I've seen I've seen a couple guys that don't have legs that get in there and throw down. And they're pretty good. Are they named Matt? <clears throat> wow, guy. Just kidding. Wow. No, man, it takes balls to get out there and do what those guys do. I mean, it takes balls to fight somebody with no legs or with one leg or with one arm. Yeah. But good for those guys. I mean, you know, they're they're not letting their disability uh limit them yeah. to anything. No, yeah. You know, you they're getting out there, they're doing their thing and Good for them. It kind of takes away, you know, all of us people out there that that are healthy and that can walk around and and don't have any issues. It takes away all of our excuses because we have so many of why we can't work out, why we can't um, eat right. I mean, just excuse after excuse. You know what? I'm done with excuses in 2020. Stop yelling, please. If I hear an excuse from you, I'm done with you. All right. That's my goal. I'm cutting people out in 2020. No, you're not. I probably won't. You're not. You're right. You're right. But no, we need to stop that. And I, I need I'm speaking to myself as well. I'm sure I'm I'm loaded with excuses all the time. But uh that's something I want to get better at for sure. So big fight coming up this weekend in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. UFC, what is it? Oh, this is the uh the big Connor and Cowboy fight. Yeah, big Connor Cowboy fight. I'm on the wrong uh <clears throat> sorry, hit the wrong one. Are we going to be able to uh, get media passes again and go out to Vegas and broadcast? Probably. Yeah. We, we used to do that back in the day. Buck and I used to uh, go out to Vegas and broadcast from the MGM Grand. Yeah. I'm sure at some point we'll be. Yeah. Yeah. So a uh, big fight happening February 18th at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Albuquerque's very own, or I should say Edgewood's very own. Donald Cowboy Cerrone going to be fighting Conor McGregor. Holly Holmes on that card. She's fighting Raquel Pennington. Um, Claudia Gadelia's on there. Macy Barber's on there. They're saying Macy Barber's going to be like the new female fighter of the future. There's a lot of uh, hype around her, and uh, it's going to be good. What are you uh, What are you thinking as far as the as the Connor Cowboy fight? Um, well, of course, I'm hoping Cowboy um wins. Um, because well, not only is he local boy, but uh, um, I think Connor is. I don't know if he's got the spark. The same spark that he used to after he... After he made $100 million getting his ass kicked by Floyd Mayweather. I'm kind of wondering if he's a different person now. You know, is that... Yeah, he's fucking rich. Is that drive... (laughs) Yeah, is that drive still there? You know, I don't know. That's what I'm kind of curious to see with Connor. But uh, yeah, of course, I I hope Cowboy wins. So to counter the proper 12 whiskey, which by the way, the reviews on proper t- proper number 12 whiskey. Yeah, how is it? Horrendous. Really? Why? The reviews are terrible. Really? I mean, just god-awful. It's not good whiskey. No. Not Have good. you tried it? Not like the stuff I fed you. Yeah. That Japanese it, stuff I fed you. Is it? It's not top shelf? Is it kind of a cheap whiskey or is it... Uh, yeah, I think it's like 25 bucks a bottle or something like oh, okay. that. Okay, then it's kind of a cheap. It's not yeah. top shelf. But from what I understand, the flavor's not that good. But my point is, Budweiser has done a limited run 
of cowboy cans that are going to be released this week through the fight week in Las Vegas, Nevada. Wow. And it's got a little picture of Donald Cerrone on there, and it's got some of his quotes and things that he talks about because he's been sponsored by Budweiser for a long time. Oh, yeah. That's probably where he makes most of his money. Oh, no, sponsorships, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he's uh, he's got that. So I don't know how the fight's going to go. I think if Donald can get past the second round with Conor McGregor, I think he wins the fight. I think he probably submits him because every fight that Conor McGregor has ever lost has been via rear naked choke. And he is very susceptible to it. And I believe that that's how Donald Cerrone wins this fight. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. I really wanted to have him on before, but I, I get he was busy. Yeah. And, you know, I, Cowboy has just been murdering people in the yeah. octagon. Ever since he had a kid, it's like different guy. He's on a... I think he lost his last couple of fights, though. Or maybe two fights before. I don't know. Has don't he? Know. Yeah, he lost a couple of fights. He lost to uh, Nate Diaz. Yeah. Remember, he fought Nate yeah, Diaz, yeah. and the, the doctor stopped that fight because his, uh, he ended up blowing his nose. He yeah. screwed something up. But yeah, anyway, uh, that's uh, I'm really looking forward to that one. That's going to be a good Are fight. Anybody else fighting on that card that's... Uh any, Are you listening to what I'm saying? Yeah, anybody. Holly Holm is fighting on that card. Uh, did you say that? Yes, I did. Oh my gosh, she's fighting Raquel Pennington. Okay, and is when uh, when is Holly? When did she fight last? I don't know. Did she win? I don't think so. I th- I think she's kind of on a skid. Should Holly stop fighting? Probably. Let's see. I mean, she's five in dog years, so. You know, that's pretty old. Yeah. That's for, for, for a fighter. Yeah. And then we have that big fight coming up uh, in Rio Rancho, New Mexico, out at the Star Center. And uh, Corey Anderson's on that card. We got a bunch of local people on that card. Timmy Means, the Dirty Bird, he's on that card. Oh, is he back? Yeah. He's, Heck yeah. Yeah. He won his last fight uh, maybe eight weeks ago. How crappy was that when they uh, USADA took him out for a long time tainted supplements yeah because they were still trying to figure out that whole thing yeah they're getting that stuff under control i think but he's on there uh john dodson is on that card i believe landon Venata is on that card so it's going to be a very a lot of locals a lot of home heavy uh, fighters on that show yeah should be a good one yeah and if you guys want to see the ufc ufc come back then go Good. Yeah, get your. T- I actually bought tickets. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. Are they expensive? <clears throat> no, man. I think I paid. Um, I think I paid a hundred and twenty-five dollars for like a really, really good seat. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, really, really good seat. Hmm. Somebody should buy me a ticket. Maybe anybody. I don't want to sit with you, but you should buy me a ticket. I'm not buying you a ticket. What? Talk to Ricky. Yeah, can you hook me up, Ricky? Yeah, call Pickles. him. Hello, Ricky. You there? Can you hook me up, bro? I don't, I don't even know if I'd go. Because here, the, th- the thing Could with you going- you be Ubering? <laughs> no. Uh, UFC fights, if you've never gone, you should go. And I'm telling you, because it's here, you should go anyways. But to go out to Vegas and go to a UFC fight, you, if you've never gone, you should definitely experience it. But The energy is ridiculous. It's not my favorite place to actually watch fights because you end up just watching the screen. I don't. I actually watch the cage. Yeah, but it depends on where you sit. That's true. Because if you're up high, it's, you know, two little ants kind of fighting in the octagon. Or even if you're down below the cage, we never invent the cage. They need to do something else with that cage. We've never had seats that were that bad. Like whenever they brought us out, we always had pretty decent seats. Yeah, we're, yeah, for the most part. But I still would find myself watching the screen more. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I think you just get used to that. Maybe. Uh, 
But uh, no, you have to because the energy and being there and feeling it, it's just, it, it's there's nothing else out there like that. So yeah, but uh, yeah, it's cool. When's the date on the UFC uh, Rio Rancho? February the fifteenth. Okay. And January eighteenth is the Conor McGregor fight. So you guys support your local hometown guy and buy that pay per view and and uh, support Donald Cowboy Cerrone. Okay. Uh, get your football out of the way. What do you mean? Get my football out of the way? You said you wanted to talk football. Talk football. Of course, Since I we're talking talk sports. We had an amazing day of playoffs yesterday. I I got to tell this story. So, my half brother sent me a Travis Kelsey jersey for Christmas. And no idea who that is. He's a tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. Probably the greatest tight end in football, right? Buck's now. a huge Chiefs fan. Huge Chiefs fan. And. I've never owned a Kansas City Chiefs jersey, so this is my first one. So I was excited. The game came on, 1 o'clock. I go, I put my jersey on. Within 12 minutes, Kansas City gave up 24 points. Wow. In the first quarter. Not even 12 minutes. I think it was like uh, maybe 8 minutes. Go Chiefs. Yeah. They were down 24 to nothing. I literally went and took my jersey off. Did you burn it? Threw it on my bed. Did you pee on it? (coughs) I sent my brother a text message and told him, hey, that jersey that you sent me is defective. I need you to return it and send me a new one. <laughs> That's what's weird about you football freaks is that you think you have all these rituals that you do. And if your team wins when you're wearing a certain shirt or a certain pair of underwear, oh my gosh, it has to be because I wore this pair of underwear that my team won. It's stupid. Yeah. So I take the jersey off immediately after I take the jersey Get off. Out of here. The team comes back. Okay. So from now on, I'm going to leave my Kansas City Chiefs jersey, and I'll post a picture up on the Buck and Dex Army uh, or the Buck and Dex podcast Facebook page and Instagram. You can see exactly where my jersey was sitting. I'm going to leave it there until the Super Bowl. It's not going to move off of my bed. Even if I have to come sleep down here in the basement, I'm leaving the jersey there because they had... Do you really believe that that... They had the most epic comeback ever in the history of the of the playoffs. And no you, team has ever been down over 20 points and come back and won because of you. by over 20 points. Because of you. I'm taking 100% credit for that. I saw the flaw and I fixed it. So the Kansas City Chiefs ended up beating the Houston Texans like 51 to 30 30 or something like that. It was something ridiculous. That's the dumbest thing you've ever said in your life. And I don't know if I'll believe you with anything else you ever tell me. What do you mean? You want to you want to see you want to see the picture? No, I I believe that it happened, but the fact that you believe that you are responsible that to me is that anything you tell me from now on, I'm not I'm just going to dismiss. I'm 100% responsible. If I had not had crazy. the foresight to take off that jersey, that defective jersey and put it down on on my bed, then we would be having a different conversation. You right are now. no better than Gwyneth Paltrow and her egg vaginas. That is bull crap you're the exact same person no no you know you're you're spewing you're spewing lies so also in football news in case you missed it which i doubt you did i actually called this game and picked this game the tennessee titans actually beat the baltimore ravens the baltimore ravens run a 12 game winning streak the last team they lost to i think it was the chiefs beat them in the regular season and everybody was and with good reason you know, singing the praises of Lamar Jackson, the quarterback for 
the Baltimore Ravens, but they got exposed by the Tennessee Titans. Not really just exposed, but the Tennessee Titans kind of tipped their hand to how good they actually are. Their defense is highly underrated, and they went in there and just whooped the Baltimore Ra- or the Baltimore Ravens. Wow. Okay, yeah, whooped them. So in the AFC Championship this year, you've got the Kansas City Chiefs, who were there last year and lost to the Patriots. They're going to be taking on the Tennessee Titans. And in the NFC, the San Francisco 49ers are going to be playing the Green Bay Packers. Wow. Who do you think is going to, who's going to be in the Super Bowl? I think it's going to be the Chiefs and the 49ers. Wow. When's the last time the Chiefs have been to a Super Bowl? 50 years ago. Oh my gosh. 50 years ago, yesterday. And you're responsible for them going to the Super Bowl. Well, no, it's the AFC Championship. Well, but you had a part in that. Oh yeah. Without you and your jersey. They wouldn't be where they're at. 100%. So you are responsible. And I'm happy for you. Totally responsible. The Chiefs. I was talking to my brother Gabe, and um, he's a 49ers fan. Mm -hmm. And I asked him, I said, so if this happens, do you think we should try to go to the Super Bowl? And he told me, he's like, you know, usually every Super Bowl weekend we go and we get a beach house with some friends, like a big group of his friends go out, him and his wife and kid, and and they all go out and uh, rent a beach house. And he said, but you can't really take it off the table if this happens. Yeah. So there's- Where's the, where's the Super Bowl? My jammy. Yeah. And I would imagine if, would, would this make uh, these teams that are that are going to the Super Bowl- um, would this make it the ticket price be higher than past years because it's not the Patriots? No, 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 I don't think so. Okay. Cause I would imagine more people would probably want to, to go. I mean, it's going to sell out no matter what, I guess. But, the Super Bowl always sells out. Right. But as far as ticket prices, that's usually. No, I don't think it's going to change any. Not going to change. It'll be the same as it usually always is. Yeah. Hmm. I was just looking to see if there was any kind of like weird Florida news because I know we always have this. We had a common standing rule when we had our radio program. It was stay out of Florida yeah, because all the weird shit happens in Florida. It does. Everything bad, not everything bad, but I'd say like 85% of the weirdest stuff that happens in the United States happens in Florida. Yeah. And a lot of people will say, well, it's because everything is, you know, public records, it's open and you know, it's, but I don't care. Crazy, crazy crap happens in Florida compared to other places in the country. I'm sorry, but that's a weird place. And they're closer to the Bermuda Triangle, which is probably why all the craziness happens. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I think that has something to do with it. It probably does. Um, That uh, bullet Mustang that Steve McQueen drove in that movie, Mm -hmm. it's sold in Florida this weekend for $3.7 million dollars. Wow. Highest uh highest grossing card in auction, I think, ever, maybe. Yeah. Because it, it was Steve McQueen. Did a mega church pastor buy the car? <laughs> yeah, Creflo Dollar did. <laughs> There's a mega pastor out there named Creflo Dollar. Yeah. I, I don't know who bought it, but somebody bought it and it was it was a lot of money, three point seven million bucks. Yeah. Wow. So. Steve McQueen. Real deal. Steve McQueen. You know what, Steve McQueen? <clears throat> I'm gonna give you this. Why don't you freestyle for us for a second? I got to look something up. Oh, uh, 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 uh. Here we go. Are we 
Come on. You want to be the next America's Got Talent? Uh, okay, stop. Uh, All right. Come on. At least try to make it sound normal. You know, this is new. This is new technology for me. I'm just learning it, okay? Have you ever heard of digital hoarding? <sighs> digital hoarding. I'm trying to think what digital hoarding would be. Is that when you are filling up all the space on your um, phone and computer? Yep. That's exactly Seriously? what it is. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. People out there, they say 52% of people are digital hoarders now. So what is, uh, how much storage needs to be? Let me see where my storage is at. Maybe I'm a digital hoarder. Let me see where I'm at. Cause I think I have a 64 gigabyte, which that's a lot, right? What's the highest one you can get right now? How many gigs? 512. 512? Yeah. You can get a 512 gigabyte? Yeah. I think my phone's 512. Seriously? Yeah. Holy crap. Um, all right. Where do you go to find out your storage space? I don't know. Um, I don't think this is very appealing for people listening to you sitting there trying to figure out how much storage you have left well, on your phone. I want to find out if I'm a hoarder or not. I'd just like to apologize to everybody for Dex right now. Here it is. All right. Oh, you know what? I'm not doing too bad. All right. I got a 64 gigabyte phone and I'm using 45.6 gigabytes. That's not bad. It's not bad at all. You're using 45 yeah. gigabytes? Am I considered a hoarder? <clears throat> that's a lot of space. That's a lot of information. Really? Yeah. That's a ton of information. Okay. It's kind of cold down here. Yeah? Do you need me to warm you up? <sighs> Don't ever ask me that again. Are you okay? Golly. Do you want me to rub your back? Do you want me to uh, Mr. Miyagi you? I'm sorry, everybody. I'm you sorry. Can you for- get, get my hands warm for you so you can hold them? I'm sorry for Dex right now. I don't know what his deal is. Um, do you want to look at, see, I want to see what kind of activity you're doing on your phone. I want to see uh, I have, oh, I don't your have screen time. My screen time? Yeah, pull up your screen time, bro. I want to see where you're at. <sighs> see how you're doing. Where's that at? So go to settings, and then there'll be a thing that says screen time. <clears throat> okay. I want to see where you're at. Well, tell everybody what your screen time is. Okay. So my daily average is four hours and three minutes. Um, down 56% from last week. Now, mine's probably going to be a little high because I Uber and Lyft, and so my phone is on quite a bit when I'm working. I mean, it's just that the apps are running all the time, So, which is weird because why aren't they showing up as far as... My daily average is two hours and one minute. It's down 40% from last week. Wow. Well, I mean, again, I work with my phone all day, so... <clears throat> Total screen time, eight hours and six minutes... What's your top uh, most used app? Hold on one second. got to take this call. Oh, my gosh. You got an intro for this guy? Are you ready? Okay, stop. One of our sponsors actually called me while we're recording our podcast. Is this Michael Bowen? What's going on, buddy? Uh, Dex and I are actually recording the podcast right now, and you're on here live with us on speakerphone. Well, hello. How are you? Well, hello. How are you doing, Dex? Good, buddy. Stop hitting those fucking sound effects. Don't cuss at me, ever. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, so Michael Bowen and the Bowen team, they're actually the title sponsor for our podcast, and uh, they support us. So thank you very much for that. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, that we do, and and for good cause, because we really are the, the, probably one of your premier lenders here in town. So 
Yeah, for you know, you sure. Only pick, you only want to pick the best when you're running with the Buck and Dex army over there. That's right. Yeah, we need to have a conversation, though, because our podcast is blowing up so much that we have to raise the uh, rate. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, it's going to cost you a little more money than uh, we initially thought. <laughs> oh, holy cows. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, we're going to finish this up. Thank you for sponsoring our podcast. I'll call you back in a little bit when we're done. Yeah, buddy. Give me a holler. Talk to you later. Bye. Later. That was kind of good timing right there that he called. Yeah, that was good. What were you looking up? I lost was that track. Not, was that not planned? No, it Did totally you plan wasn't that? planned. No. I think you planned that, guy. No, absolutely didn't plan it. Um, all right, let me ask you a question. I just saw this story. Let me read this headline to you, okay? I want your thoughts. I need you to be more involved in the show as far as like fact or bull, bull crap. Except you know what? now we can call it fact or bullshit. Really? What did you just tell me a little bit ago about your stupid Chiefs jersey? Complete bullshit. So don't sit there and tell me. All right. Are you ready? Listen. Good. All right. A guy prematurely. Oh, I don't want to hear the rest of this. <laughs> I'm kidding. It doesn't say that. <laughs> Whoa. Oh my God. Dude. Holy crap. You know what? These Let's take these mic stands back. These suck. No, they don't They're suck. Terrible. You just have to get used to okay. working with it. A guy preemptively bought his wife tampons because he knew her cycle was coming. Is that creepy or thoughtful? I think it's kind of gross. <laughs> I didn't ask if it was gross. Is it creepy or thoughtful? Well, I'm going with the third choice. Uh, he, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about this guy. I mean, I'm not a misogynist or anything like that, but I'll tell you right now, the one thing my wife has never asked me to do is bring her toilet paper when she's run out and buy her tampons. I didn't hit that twice, by the way. Um, a guy posted the story on Reddit over the weekend. He says, quote, I don't track my wife's period, but I've been with her long enough to get a sense of where it falls every month. Uh, he was recently getting some toilet paper out of the cabinet. Noticed his wife was down to her last tampon. And he knew her period was coming. So he was at the store and he picked up a new box. He gets the party horn. Uh, Good for him. Quote, when I got home, and she saw them. She got upset and said it was weird that I did it on my own and kind of creepy. So he's wondering, is is that incredibly thoughtful or am I being creepy? Because I kind of feel like the guy's being very thoughtful. He might have missed it by a day and she already started and was super grumpy. You know what? <laughs> You're probably right. Uh, so the comments on Reddit, uh, overwhelmingly said thoughtful. One woman wrote, quote, as a woman, I would be blown away and really impressed by his gesture. Another said, uh, she'd be quote, eternally grateful. Um, but, uh, first off, I gotta, I gotta seriously, I have to, I have to, I have to say, you know what? Good job, dude. Because most guys, when they get asked to go buy tampons, at the store, that's the last thing we want to do. I don't give a shit. You I, don't? My wife could ask me. I mean, like I said, she's, I she's never asked me. I wouldn't care. Because this is the <clears throat> problem that I've ran into in the past is before smartphones, you couldn't just take a picture. Like now, at least they can screenshot a picture and then, oh, go find this box. It's a lot easier. Before we had that technology, it was go get me this brand. Then you'd get into the aisle and there would be a thousand different types of brands and colors. And you, you know, you, I would always come home with the wrong box. 
With technology now, guys, you don't even have to go to the store to do that. You can literally sit on your couch, That's true. pull out your iPhone or your Android phone if you're one of those people, and order something from the store and have it delivered. Yeah, but you can't do that if your wife is saying, I need them right now. It will get I'm, here just as fast if you order it. Really? Yep. She's bleeding right now, and she's saying, I need you to go to the store. Get her a Band-Aid. <laughs> get her a Band-Aid? I don't know. <laughs> get her a what? A paper towel? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Get her a paper towel. Sorry, babe. I just ordered a box on Amazon. I'll be here tomorrow. Yeah. Get get a paper towel. Amazon's doing this new delivery thing now where they're saying groceries within two hours. I wonder if that falls under the purview of groceries. Within two hours? Yep. Wow. Yep. How does that work? I don't know. Two out? That's impossible. No, it's not impossible. So they just going to have Amazon? You'd have to have... They probably have deals with stores. People go out and pick up your stuff and bring it to your house. Have you done the Walmart pickup? Oh, yeah. Love it. Yeah. It's the best thing. That's the way my wife shops, period. Yeah. It's she the best. She doesn't go to stores anymore. Oh, she goes to stores, I should say. But all she does is she goes online, puts together the order, goes, pulls up, calls the number. They come out, bring her stuff. They still need to get a little bit better with the uh, substitution. I've noticed they're terrible at the substitutions. Sometimes they'll they'll give you things that you're like, I didn't order that. So I don't know. Overall, I like it though. I think it's good. Something I've been wanting to talk to you about. Let me grab my leg real quick. I'm not touching your leg. I need a good stretch. I'm not stretching your oh, leg. Oh, gosh. Last time he came over, he literally came into my living room the first time we were going to record, took his pants off and started stretching. Make you feel uncomfortable? He was wearing tidy whities Your yes. wife wasn't here. I felt totally uncomfortable. Why? I'm just another dude. Something we always wanted to do, we only got to do one time while we were, while we were employed at the radio station. We got to make t-shirts. I talked to the guys from Victory Unlimited at the Southwest MMA series, and they have agreed to do a limited number of Buck and Dex podcast t-shirts. That's right. It's amazing. I know. No, I mean the button. I hit the oh, right button. Fuck off. <laughs> no, that's huge news, actually. That's I, You didn't tell me this. This is I know. awesome. So I was thinking about it, and I wanted to talk to you, like, what do you want the design to look like? Do you want to... So the way we did it the first time when we made our Edge t-shirts was... Yeah, you remember back when the fighters were sponsored by people and they had kind of like sponsors all over their t-shirts? We kind of kind of looked like a NASCAR jacket or something. We kind of did our t-shirts similar to that. And I was thinking about doing something kind of similar, but a little bit different. Yeah. So I was thinking about like the logo and then... Um, possibly doing some type of like military insignia, like rank on the shoulder for the people. Okay. And I don't know what else. What do you think? Yeah, I'm trying to think. Uh, what uh, I'm trying to think of the style. What's what's a good style? You know, should we go old school or should we do something that uh, the kids are into these days? I wonder if we should go live and ask people right now. I know. Let me see if I can go live. And- go live. Why don't you go live and ask? You know what? I'll go live too. No, you can't go live. No, I'll go live. I'll go on Instagram. And you yeah. go on Facebook. I'll go on Facebook. You go on Instagram. All right. All right. Let's, Let's see if we can do this. And I'm live on Instagram. All right. Here's the question um, that we need uh, help with, Buck and Dex Army. We need to know if uh, what kind of shirt, what kind of Buck and Dex Army t-shirts would you guys like to uh, have? What style? Do you want the V-neck or V-necks in? Do you want a polo? No polos. Do you want a... um, Stop talking for a second. Yes, go ahead. All right. So we're live on Facebook right now, and 
we're recording the podcast and we need some feedback from you guys because Victory Unlimited, the people who make the t-shirts for the Southwest MMA series, are going to make t-shirts for the Buck and Dex podcast. And we wanted to talk to you guys about what kind of t-shirt you want to see. Do you want a V-neck? Do you want polos? What do you want on there? We were talking about doing um, maybe just the Buck and Dex podcast logo on the front and possibly putting some military ranks on the side, like maybe so, like Sergeant Stripes or something like that. Maybe for Colonel Eric, we can get him like a little bird for up on his shoulders. What if we went Affliction style? Do you want to go Affliction style on the t-shirts? Bring no. them back. No, no, we're not doing that. Do you want pictures of Buck and Dex on your t-shirt with white sunglasses? What do you want? I don't think people want to see that either. All right. Uh, so far, I got long sleeve tees. Okay. It is cold outside. It's going to get warm here pretty quick, fellas. Okay. Um, let's see. And, uh, let's see. Um, regular t-shirts, V-neck two, long sleeve tees, V-neck suck. Um, I don't think people want V-neck t-shirts. No. Uh, this white headphones are almost as bad as what I said. The same thing, Brando, <laughs> dude, Buck, Buck threw down these white, uh, beat headphones. And I go, I can't wear these. This is just as bad as white sunglasses. Let me tell you guys something. When I bought my computer years ago, like five years ago, they gave these to me for free when I bought these. So for those of you just joining us on Facebook live right now, we've got some people that are going to be making t-shirts for us. And we wanted to talk to you about what type of t-shirts you want to see. Do you want a V-neck? Do you want a regular t-shirt? three-quarter sleeves, full sleeves. How do you want the design to be? Do you want to look like a NASCAR? Do you just want a simple logo? What do you want on there? What do you want? What do you want, Bucket Dex Army? Uh, hoodies, hats. Hats would be cool. Oh, hats would be cool. Trucker hats. Okay. Beanies, hoodies. Uh, the lady said uh, soft tank tops for the ladies. Okay, we'll do some soft tanks for the ladies. Okay. Um, What's up, Michael Hoodies. Rutter? Yeah, you know, hoodies are great, man. Um, maybe some, uh, maybe a jumpsuit. Can we do jumpsuits? Maybe rompers. We could do some rompers. Oh, rompers. Bucket decks, rompers. That's a good idea. For the ladies and the men, if they want them. Okay. All right. Rompers are totally in. Yeah. So we're going to make some t-shirts here pretty quick and you guys can find the information about that over on our website. You can check out our website, buckindexarmy.com. And uh, we're going to have t-shirts for you guys. Beautiful. We're not trying to get rich out of these. We just want to help Wait, spread We're them. not trying to get rich? No, we're just going to... Spread- Why are we doing this? <laughs> we're spreading the word of the Buck and Dex podcast. I- I'm not doing this just to have fun. This is to make some money, which I'm still waiting for my first paycheck. <laughs> well, as you can see, that new mic stand in front of you with that new uh, pop filter, that was your uh, paycheck right there. Yeah. Okay, right on. Well, I guess I'm going to have to get a job. <laughs> Oh, somebody's actually asking us to sponsor their rugby jerseys right now. Oh, really? We huh. don't have any money to yeah. sponsor we just anybody. Mike stands. Yeah, we spent the last of our money on Mike stands, Michael. I'm sorry. Uh, so. Booty said pajamas. All right, that's you know we'll think about it. Um, okay, but it, most uh, soft tank tops, t-shirts, and hoodies. I think we focus on. Okay. All right. Well, hey, everybody, thanks for watching us live. We're gonna hang up now, and we're gonna wrap up this episode of the podcast. Which is when will this be available? Uh, very soon, actually. Tonight? What, the podcast? Yeah, not the t-shirts, but this episode of the podcast. Podcast will be available in probably a couple hours. All right, so go download, go subscribe. Uh, iHeartRadio, iTunes. Spotify. Apple Podcast. Google, uh, Google Play. We're everywhere, podcast, you can, where you can get podcasts. Goodbye, you guys. All right, see you later. What was that?
I guess that was uh, Facebook finishing the, the video. Yeah, so anyway, we're going to have t-shirts coming for you guys soon. And thanks for listening today. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Thanks, guys. I wonder, I, I, I want to know how we can spread the word of the Buck and Dex podcast. What can we do? We need to chop somebody's finger off. Remember the buzz? Well, I know that was kind of a buzz thing, but what about like uh, Reddit? What do we need to do to have people start talking about us on Reddit? Would that help? We need to do something pretty astounding, though, before yeah, we I'm trying to think. What have we them do? posted on Reddit. What could we do right now that would be trendy, um, get people talking? I don't know. Well, we're throwing it out to you, Buck and X-Army. You guys are always come up with great ideas. Yeah, no, we need some. Actually. We need some ideas. It's all we always come up with the good ideas. Coming up for you on the show on February the fourth, we're going to be talking to who? You want me to say? Yeah, I want you to say. It's called a tease, Wait, dude. Wait, February fourth. You just sent me this message, and we talked about this yesterday. Oh yeah, that's right. February. Excuse yeah, me. Lee, we have a lot of guests. All right, all right. You know, my schedule is crazy. Um, he's a good friend of mine, and I can say he's a good friend of mine. His name's Nick McKinley, and he's an ex-CIA agent, and he is the real Jack Ryan. Have you watched Jack Ryan on Amazon? Of course I've watched it. How did you meet this guy? Um, he came on when I did the show with Steve-O probably about three or four years ago. He came on. He um, runs an, a nonprofit here in Albuquerque. Really? Yep. It's called Deliver Fund, and it's him. And some ex-Special Forces, you, it, everybody that works for- It's really the guy that Jack Ryan is based on? Yes. Really? No shit? No, I'm not no, dead serious. This is it. Huh. Yeah. He runs a- I can't wait to ask him questions. Nonprofit, um, and they go after um, and try to save men and women that are trapped in sex slavery. Oh. So uh, it's amazing. And, uh, and every time we have him on, he shares stories about, you know, time in the field and, um, and, you know, Iran's kind of a big topic right now. We can talk to him about Iran and what he thinks is going to yeah. happen. So, um, yeah, really excited. Nick McKinley, Deliver Fund, The Real Jack Ryan, February 4th. Okay, so he's going to be on with us. And then I believe on the next episode, we're going to have Leah Black. Leah Black, formerly of... She's a Pop-Tart. She's a Pop-Tart, KOB FM. She did morning radio here for a really long time. She's a very, very dear friend of ours. You can buy the Kivalicious at Kiva Juice. And, uh, the Leolicious. Yeah, the Leolicious. <laughs> I can't remember you remember that. <laughs> and uh, she now works for the New Mexico Brewers Guild, and she's very, very connected with craft beer here in New Mexico. So we'll be talking to her. Uh, Betsy Brandt, I've been going back and forth with her, trying to get her uh, locked down for when she's going to be on. She was on Breaking Bad. She's also on a show now called Life in Pieces. And somebody else, I'm not sure who exactly, but I've been talking to the publicist for the Hulu show, Letter Kenny. You love that show. And one of the people from Letter Kenny will actually be joining us probably in the next week or two right here on the Buck and Dex podcast. So it's, that's exciting. I'm super excited about that, man. I love that show. If you haven't seen Letter Kenny, you have to go watch it. I think Canadian humor is freaking hilarious. And that show is no exception, man. Those guys are just funnier than shit. I would definitely like to talk to one of the Dilberts um, very soon. 
Dilbert too is really easy to get a hold of. He actually uh, he delivers pizzas to me every now and then. Yeah, he hit me up on Instagram recently and said, "Hey, when is uh when are when is it Dilbert going to make an appearance?" And I'm like, "I don't know. Let's do it." Yeah. Oh, and then I think on the next episode we're going to have my buddy Chris Burnett, who has his podcast called Ten Drink Minimum, and he was like super super helpful for us in getting this podcast going. So he's a he's a great dude. He's basically considered like the mayor of downtown Albuquerque. Really? Yeah. Why? Uh, he's just like a staple down there, man. Like everybody knows this guy and loves him and he's just a good dude. So he's going to be on the podcast. This probably next week. All right. Buck and Dex army. Go subscribe. Go tell your friends, tell Please. your friends, tell your wives, tell your kids, tell your cousins, your aunties, your uncles, your tios, your tias, tell everybody subscribe to the Buck and Dex podcast. Help spread the word. Leave a review too. All right. A good review. Good review. iTunes, iHeartRadio. Apple Podcasts, go there and leave a review and give us some stars. We love you. We'll see you next time.